she's on the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Hyper Caroline Hobby. I am your host, Caroline Hobby. I know music, I know people, and I know the questions you want to ask. So let's get hyper. Heads up, these are adults having adult conversations, so there could be adult content. You guys, I am super excited. I have April Tomlin joining me. This woman is the hottest interior designer in Nashville. She designs every major star's house, pretty much. I'm not even kidding you. From Jason Aldean and Brittany, his wife, to Thomas Rhett and Lauren, to Tyler Hubbard and his wife, Haley, Jesse James Decker. She has done so many houses, and I'm just scratching the surface. She is so fantastic. Her view on life is amazing. She's a new mom. She talks all about balancing motherhood and a major career. She's awesome. Here she is, April Tomlin. Hey, April Tomlin. Hi. What's up, girl? <laughs> oh, you know, not much. Just uh, momming it out before I got here. That's about it. Momming and working. Momming and working. Okay, <laughs> so we were talking earlier, and you really are, you've been in every celebrity's bedroom. You're the celebrity interior designer to the stars, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> That's super kind, but I have been in quite a few bedrooms. <laughs> You've been in Tyler and Haley Hubbard's from Florida yeah. Georgia Line, Thomas Rhett and Lauren. Yeah. Uh, you did the Aldeans, Jason and Brittany. Yeah. I know you just did Jesse James Decker and her husband Eric, who's a new Titan. Which yeah, is exciting. yeah, he is. You helped us do our house. Yeah, I did. Which is awesome. I did. I did. So we got to get into how you got into the celeb world, but I want to start off with a few questions rapid fire. Perfect. Go. So, in ten words or less, describe your interior design style. Gosh, that in 10 words or less. Okay. That's really hard because I have a pretty eclectic, but for me personally, so if you look at, um, you know, Jason Aldean has a totally different style than, uh, than Jesse James, then they all have very different so styles. So you have to work so with I, their personalities. For sure. You, yours, you know, you mm -hmm. have a super eclectic style. You like woods and colors and things like that, which I'm not known for, but when a client asks for something, that's what we, you know, we tend to do. But we do put, uh, we do do a little pushback. Um, but I would say for me personally, I like pretty natural, organic, um, collected. What does collected mean? Um, collected, like I like finding like old pieces oh. and just mixing them into to a modern piece and then rustic. So if you, like my dream home would be a little rustic, a little collected, meaning like I might like a weird old lady's face above my bed <laughs> Dude, and my husband bless you every right. night yes <laughs> uh, and my husband would be like why in the world is that old lady staring at me while I go to bed but I love that sort of thing but I also like really sleek and clean like I don't like a lot of fuss and a lot of um, junk so that's really weird when you say collected because it's like simple collected it can't just be stuff everywhere. Do you use the collected as accents? Like accent yeah, pieces? Yeah, collected I usually like more in art form. Okay, um, like a painting or a picture? Yeah, 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 yeah. To seem old um, in like more of a modern space is what I like. Or if it was me to put in like an older piece or currently above my bed is this um, photograph of a bunch of nuns smoking cigarettes. 
So, That's amazing. So it's just weird, odd things like that that I like. But then the rest of my bedroom is pretty like normal, you know. So that's how I would describe my personal aesthetic. But then when we meet with a client, obviously we're going to do whatever, you know, they like. But we put our own flair on it, our own taste, you know, on it. So, yeah. To that question, I actually have a question to that. Yeah. How do you merge your vision with this your client's vision because what if the client's vision is tacky? <laughs> so we vet out a little bit. <laughs> what does that mean? So we talk to the clients before and we have a, a range, you know. Of how um, like far how you'll far go, we'll go away from your comfort yes, zone? Yes, yeah. And, um, and no matter who they are, you know, to be honest, like of course we do have a, a pretty hefty, you know, celebrity clientele list, but no matter who you are, even if you are Beyonce, she might be able to tell me to, to do something and I might just say, okay. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> other than Oprah maybe, but other yeah. than that, um, we vet them out and see if we match, you know, not to be rude. Kind of like dating. Yes. you got to be a good match. It's a long process, you know. It's a long process. I mean, furniture, just alone without the construction. I was on a construction site today. Uh, this morning and you know, I'll, I'll complete that job next year So I'll be working with this client the way through next year. So you got to get along Wow, because do you gotta start at the beginning of the house building sometimes? Yes, most of the time. So when is it usually clients that are building a home? No, not Or they always. just bought a home? Not uh, Yeah, a lot like this client. Um, she's she's actually in the music industry, but she is uh, on the business side She's a pretty powerful lady in, in that world and uh, I've done her house before she's actually how I got into celebrities are you serious? Yeah, and now I'm on her third home for her. So yeah, we'll work together all year, and um, we work on from construction all the way through to the very, very end is how we like to work. But of course, some people already have homes that are done, and we'll do small renovations to make to make it fit what they want. And then um, down to the simple like online design, we have a program where if you're just getting started, that's you what don't, we used. Yes, it was the best yes it's for a person that wants to um, start with a good foundation but not blow their bank right but not blow the bank mm -hmm. and um, it's it's that's a really fun process for a lot of people just because um, they get aboard with the drawings and the products and everything and then they get to order at their own pace and well and this board is cool because it's so laid out basically you send a email over and there yeah. is a board of links with pictures and then the whole map of how the the room should look. Yes. And you can click on all of it and just order it. Yeah. It's just right just there, ready it. made. Yeah. It's like the best. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. If I was if it was my first home, um, you know, and I didn't want and I was willing to put in the work, you yeah, know. Yeah. Totally. Um, a a, la a large reason why we're on projects from beginning to end um, for celebrities is they're gone all the time. Right. You know, and even my non-celebrity clients, they're busy all the time. Because mm -hmm. usually, if you're hiring a designer full time, you you've made it somewhat in the world, and you're right. busy. You right. Right. I mean. You do not have time. So, I mean, we even worry down to like, oh my gosh, is there, they're getting home, is the toilet paper on all the rolls? I mean, like literally It's down, like ready-made. They walk in and it, it, they get to go live, you oh. know? My house looks horrible. <laughs> I don't know that, my house has toilet paper right now. I could not. Hey, you so, can't do it all. You can't. But they, all the, the, the clients are taken care of. They're taken care Their of. Their toilet paper is on the roll. Yeah, my husband the other day said, can you just like not work for six months and get our house together? And I was just like, that no. sounds awesome, but no, that's no. not gonna happen. So who would be your dream celebrity client? Oh gosh, that is a great question. Do you know what? I don't know. 
I mean, someone crazy like Madonna. Yes. Like, that would be, because um, in country music, it's really he heavily male-dominated. We just got Kelsey Ballerini, and she's a great, a great you know, new uh, addition to, to our um, process. That's and amazing. She's yeah, got she's fun great. style. She's so fun. And, um, and she's young, and we've got a long road, you know, hopefully ahead with her, and we'll get to see that, that process grow. Um, and anyway, but Madonna, I, don't, I have a lot of male clients because the, they, uh, there's a lot of male country singers. We all know that. There's not very many, you know, the women are starting to rise up. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of men. So I would love a female. I would love to do, uh, I'm known for a little more masculine. I would love to do super, like, kind of girly. Um, but I'm, uh, my style's edgy all the time, so I feel like Madonna, I feel like Madonna would really like me. <laughs> I think she would. <laughs> maybe not, maybe she would hate me, but I feel like that would be a really fun. Like push yourself oh, outside of the box. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually today, the client that we had today, she's pretty edgy, and, um, and she said, no black and white, no gray, none of it. And okay, I, well that's your specialty. That's kind of like what we do a lot of. Because you have very clean. Clean. Yeah, and white. So, oh yeah, so I was in the car with my team. I have three girls that no work black and white, for no me. gray, no black and white, no gray. So I told the team they're concepting while I'm gone. I've already started the kickoff of the concepting, but I showed them everything and I said, "This is the time you got to push yourself. Don't show, don't show me anything that's black or white or gray." And you know that that's hard because everybody, you know, production of furniture is usually in those <laughs> those colors. So it'll be really fun. Um, so do you enjoy having boundaries like that that are that are like okay we're not doing black white and gray do you like having yes, to think outside because this client I know what she's going for and I can see it and you like her style and I like so her it's a style. match yes it's not traditional or anything she's not like saying hey do it traditional for me she's saying I want funky I want over the top you know what I mean and I don't want black black white or gray and of course there's going to be some, Some black, of that, yeah, 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 yeah. But she she knows me well, and she's saying, "Give me something different." And um, and you know, when you do it every single day, just like anybody's business, anybody anybody that works anywhere, because I used to have an office job as well. And when you go in that environment or any environment, you want to shake it up, you want to change. I feel the same way, you know. Yeah. So so that's exciting. Yeah, it is. It gets really exciting when I hear projects like that. So and then when people ask for exactly what I do, of course they're going to get a good product because I, I know exactly you know it's easy to navigate for me at this point you know so what yeah. is your nightmare color palette and like design palette like if you had to uh, you walk into a room and you're like I'm in hell what does that look like um I don't know I, you know like anything I don't know because I've seen good with that too anything that's like uh, that royal blue color like I've seen a lot Wait, of are things. we this whole room is royal blue right yes <laughs> Basically, the room it? we're in, I hate <laughs> This is hell. <laughs> Time in hell, guys. This is hell. Yes, there's a lot of green and purple and blue. This, yeah, um, this is a set, thank the Lord. Where do you gather your inspiration for designing? Where did you learn how to design? So that's a really interesting story. So um, I was raised with a single mom. Okay. And we just did, we barely had a pot to pee in. We really did not have much. Was it just you and your mom? And my brother. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you close and, to your brother? Yes. And so we, um, my dad left very early on, and my mom's just the sweetest. I mean, she just, they, there could not be a better woman. So she did real estate. She ran my grandfather's plumbing company, and she got her contractor's license and was building homes when I was a kid. 
So when I, she didn't have, we didn't have money for babysitters. So we would just kind of have to like go with her everywhere. So I would have to go on her listings and I would just be sitting there. And I, I think I was, she says I was like eight or nine and I would start moving furniture around. Like you knew where you wanted us to go. Yes, I knew, you know, I did. And then one day she actually came in, we were at home unsupervised because that's when you do when you're poor and you don't have any money for babysitters. Probably not a good thing. I can't imagine leaving Everly, but uh, I was left and we, she got home and me and my brother had painted like half of her room as high as we could reach and we were like eight or nine years old so I was always doing things like that so um yeah I've, I've always I think it was just that you know I would be embarrassed when people would come over because we just didn't have a lot like of stuff on the walls it just didn't feel homey to me it just didn't and, and it's it you know she did the best that she could right but so I really have a passion when people come in that they feel like they're at home you know people don't it's not a materialistic job. It's not as materialistic as you would think because, you know, filling, letting your, having a space, like when I think of my space for my daughter, you know, the, the thing I want her to feel is safe. Right. I want her to feel like it's hers. Right. I want her to always feel like she can come back. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I want her to have pieces that aren't, that aren't going to be thrown away. Like yes. I want her to have Meaningful. pieces that she remembers, you know? And so it's very hard, hard to design in a way that's going to kind of last um, mm -hmm. but be cool right now. So I really try to do both of those things. Um, but, yeah, so that's – it wasn't like a materialistic wanting to get into design. It was like probably more of like a insecurity or a need or And then just sort of growing up different. seeing your mom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Doing that. Yeah, and, you know, I think design comes naturally to people. Um, obviously, I'm trained, but we – Did know, you go to school to yeah, learn? Yeah, and so – with, but with, I have my, one of my main designers is not, and we interviewed a lot of people and she She's was the had, best. She had she the, has it. the knack. She has it. And, um, and I think I get a lot of direct messages about how people can get in and, and I would always encourage everybody to go to school and learn. Okay. So that you is essential. I mean? Yeah. Even if you don't get a degree, you need to at least go to some classes because a lot like this morning alone, I've been on the phone with electricians and plumbers, and you really need to know a house. And, like, mm -hmm. you can't really – I'm heavily insured because <laughs> when we do renovations, obviously you, you need to be able to do those renovations with confidence and know what you're doing. You don't want to get into someone's house and, and interrupt their, their way of life, and I've seen that happen. Um, but I do feel like aesthetics – our natural thing. Um, it really is hard to teach. You either have it or you don't. Yeah, I think I think so. Um, again, like I've never hired and like carried someone that was a bad designer through my process. But um, you know, like I said, my main girl, she does not have a degree, and she's she's a and she never went to one class, but she did build her own home. So she before, knew. Okay. From scratch, from the ground so up. So she learned. She kind of had like. She learned. She really did. And now, as far as like uh, Nashville, obviously has the most cranes in the sky. It's hard to get permits here. It's hard to do work here. Um, she knows codes and everything. So oh. she, yeah. So she, she kind of did her own little school. Yeah, she did. Mm -hmm. She did. So you at least have to, you know, start there. Um, but I tell everybody how I got actually started is. Um, and did you just start off with your own business? Because you're only 35 and you're running a yeah. thriving business. Yeah. So um, actually, the 
I, I don't think she would care that I say this, but her name's Mary Hilliard. She is the house that I'm doing that I've been talking about. She's the one that got got clients. But she's also was a mentor very early on because she owns her own very successful business. And I remember I was leaving my full-time job and I called her and I was already doing Jason's house. And she was the one that was like, you got, you cannot do a 40-hour work week and this on the side. And I called her. I was like, I'm going to be working at like some furniture store and I don't want to. And she's like, no, you won't. So I think um, I think it's every everybody that starts their own thing, it's a huge risk. You know? It is. It's did scary. you start your own thing right at the beginning or did you already have some houses under your belt? Oh, I had houses under my belt. Okay. I Were you with another company for, originally? Yes, yes, and I was doing like a bunch of set design stuff and design for them, but I had a salary, you know. And that's secure. And that then, feels secure. Yeah. And then, then you're then like, oh, let me go would, dive into the world. Yeah, so I would work to like, oh my gosh, like 2 a.m. Like, thank God those clients would let me stay in their house because they were gone or whatever. And I would work throughout the night and um, then one day it became I had already brought on that first designer that I have mentioned previously within the company you're working with yes and we would meet sorry for the company I was working for before but we would meet on my lunch break oh so you were already kind of secretly starting your yes. other one okay yes. okay yes hey you got gotta get gotta going do what you gotta do. gotta do it gotta do it and um, so sorry about that but <laughs> we would meet on our on our on my lunch break and talk about the, you know, what clients we had going on or whatever. And then finally one day I was just like, I just, I have to quit. I have done enough work. But, you know, um, since you've heard my story and kind of where I come from, it's hard to walk away from a salaried oh thing. I mean, my mom was like, are you crazy? Have it you feels lost? Cra that feels crazy. Yes. Because I had no fallbacks. So, like, there's nobody to help me out if I didn't make it. Like, literally. You're you're sinking or swimming. Sinking or swimming. And that's, a, like, a legit thing. It would be me getting my car, driving back to Memphis, and living with my mom. That would be my plan, my backup plan. Okay. So, luckily, it went opposite. It went and opposite. And you killed it. But how do you feel in that moment where you quit your job, you have this nice-paying salary job, you know, it's probably very respectful, you could stay there forever. Yeah. How does it feel in that moment where you're like, okay, I'm going to jump and take this leap of faith. To me, that's like really going for your calling, like pursuing yeah. it with your full heart. And you're like, okay, I'm like flying out over that's this, what it felt like. this ledge and I pray to God I got a parachute. Like, what does that feel like? Can that, you remember that? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I, I do. I cried the whole way home. I was just like, there's just, you know, there. How did you know it was time? Because I was so overworked. I was so overworked and I wasn't doing anything justice. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't fair to my employer, obviously. <laughs> and, oops. and it also, it, it wasn't fair to the clients. Like, I, I knew that I could be faster, more efficient. Um, the design's still the same, right? But there, there is a, a method to an interior design business. I mean, we, we have a process, and that process works. And it's not just about flying into your house and saying, What oh, is the process? So if it's a regular client, we, you know, we have our first initial meeting where we walk their home or whatever. Um, we do not shop with clients. It's not something that we do. Some people do it. That probably take, that's probably a lot of wasted time. It it's is. probably better for you to talk to them, get their vision. We fully concept. Then you send ideas. Yes, we fully concept. They come into our office and we do full presentations with all of our samplings. And, and do they say yes, 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 no, everything. no, no? We always give them time. We always give them time. To, we never ask for any responses. Actually, we ask for no responses. Um, and then they're able to go home, talk to whoever they need to talk to, think about it. Um, and then we always just ask them to kind of circle what they like. And, um, and you know, we can tell kind of what we've hit the mark on and what we've missed the mark on. And 
once we've agreed, established on what we're going to do, if there's renovations involved, we start there. If it's just furniture planning, um, we have a whole ordering process. We have the way, a way that we order, a place that it's sent, uh, install period of time, like, and it's all scheduled, and um, and so they kind of know what's going to happen exactly down to the day, basically. And it usually stays on schedule. We re we are pretty well known for staying on schedule, because I'm can be a little bit of a bitch <laughs> when it comes but, but to not be on a rap. But yes. it's not bitch. It's just being it's just, a, running a business. Yeah. Well, you want it done when it's supposed to be done. Yeah. And um, and it you know uh, design and construction can be really loose. It can be really loose. And, oh my gosh, we built a garage. It's yeah. supposed to be done in three months. It was done eight months. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> that's just kind of and I hate that because. You know, really, we, we do set realistic expectation, though. I would say that that's key. That's how we stay on time. We yes. never, like, if a client comes to me and, like, I want this done in two months, I'm like, find somebody else. It's yes. not happening. That's awesome. You're not honest happening. and upfront no. about what you can deliver. No, I time. could deliver something. It's not going to be good. And you're going to call me back in, like, you know, a couple mm -hmm. months and, you know, have problems here and there. And because, you know, experience teaches you that, too. So, um, but, yeah, so we have a pretty, pretty thorough process. I, sometimes I still I'll look at Keaton who is, um, she's not the designer girl I was telling you about, but she's like my right hand. She, if you want to know something that's going on in your job, every client knows to not call me, to call talk, Keaton. Talk to Keaton. And Keaton, um, I'll every once in a while be like, what, you know, what does our waiting list look like? And um, it's that poor kid coming out of me like I'm about to be eating ramen noodles or something. But um, she's like, would you chill out? Like, cause you want to make sure there's a nice waiting list? Yeah, like, <laughs> Do people still want to do, do this? Like, so, um, so yeah, so she's just like, April, you're fine. Like, it's fine. We've got clients for days. Just breathe and relax. And um, so what's great is now that I have a daughter, um, she quickly has become way more important than work for me. How and is that, being a career woman and a mother? What? How, tell me about that balance. I love it. I and love how it. How do you make it balanced? So, um, at the beginning, my mom was came to watch her, and she ended up developing rheumatoid arthritis, and so now she just kind of comes as is. But we are actually surrounded with people that watch our kids that are family. Um, it's not my sister-in-law. It's like my sister-in-law, sister-in-law, but she watches her. That's um, awesome. I'm not going to lie. The lady that cleans my house, who's like my family, she watches her some too. That's awesome. Um, but she's like in the hands of people that genuinely love her. Love her. So I'm able to, but you know, I have friends and they go and their kids go to daycare and, and I, I mean, it's just single moms. I just, I can't, and working moms. I just, I have it very easy. I have it very got easy. great support. I have great support. Um, I work, we have a whole big office in my home. So, so you can work from home? All so someone of our can watch there. your child be I'm, there, but you're yeah, there. I try not to go down because she obviously wants her mom before anybody else, and it really creates this, like, like the person that's watching her is like, really, seriously, get out of yeah. here, because now <laughs> I'm left with the baggage when you right. walk, when you leave. Screaming so, baby. <laughs> yeah, and so I try to really, you know, just work. But you know what? Um, Rachel Zoe is like a huge I love her. Love. Is that one of your inspirations? Yeah. Love her. And I, I've, I read her book, gosh, when I was in my younger 20s. And what did like, you learn from that book? Well, I learned a lot about fashion because it was all, <laughs> all about fashion. But then, you know, I watched the whole show when she was trying to, th considering getting pregnant and, you know, all these different kinds of things. And I read some statements that she said, you know, years later, and she just said, I am so much more efficient. And that's that what happens. sense. Because you can't just lollygag. No, And, no. like, what would take 
10 minutes and do an hour to yeah. do it. You have to do it in the 10 minutes. Yeah, so, you know, our office vibes have changed a smidge because, you know, we used to chitty chat a little bit more sure. and, and now it is like, you know, nine to five, I'm walking out that door at five, so we got to get everything done by then. And we do, we get it done. Yeah. Um, of course, I've hired more people right. and things like that, which has made, um, I'm so glad I waited to a little bit later to get pregnant but um, and have a, have a baby. But yeah, it's it's efficiency. You as a mom, like I'm, a, I'm actually th think to myself sometimes, I'm like, did I do all that? I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did that. I'm a badass. Kind of, yeah, that's what I think. But you know what? I, I think that every woman that works or doesn't work, I, I take Thursdays off, hardest day of my life. Hardest day of with my life. With Everly, Everly all day? Hardest day of my life. It, it's, it's way See, harder. It is, like having a child all day is so exhausting, yeah. right? Yeah, and so I challenged That's myself sweet to do that, that you take because, Thursdays off. yeah, I really wanted some uninterrupted time. I don't take phone calls. You can ask my clients. They I get love super this. annoyed. <laughs> but, but that's they have a great kids. balance that you've worked into yes. your life. And so I have Thursdays with Everly and, of course, the weekends. Um, my personal life, I have none. Um, it's just Everly and work and my husband right now. But, um, yeah, with uh, Everly on Thursdays, it's obviously amazing. But if you are a mother, you know what I'm saying. It is the hardest thing because they I mean they sleep and then they play and they are on the stop yeah we're on the floor playing like and I'm thinking I've got to be more creative in that day <laughs> than I ever do <laughs> doing anyone's home because it's like oh my gosh what are we going to do next totally because so, they need un they need constant stimulation oh yeah all, all of my time. clients right now are pregnant and they're all like how do I hide all this crap I'm like you don't <laughs> you can try I'll give you two months and then we'll read. We'll rediscuss. I've got three jumpers in my living room, and that's so something that you should not say as a mom, because you don't like stick your things? kids in jumpers all the time. But I don't. Let me <laughs> clarify. I do not stick my child in a jumper all day long. But she likes different ones, and now she likes to hold on to the edges and like explore in between the three. So they're just literally like in my living room with a pack and play with the toys and I'm like welcome to my home <laughs> come on in I love it it's, it's babies are us in here it is I'm yeah. telling you everyone I know is having babies it's baby season baby season and I love you because you have found a balance where you still have your career your marriage everything yeah. and yeah. a child and I think that is absolutely thank incredible you. to see a woman doing that thank you because it's hard it's hard <laughs> It's hard. It might be harder being a stay-at-home mom, but it's also it's also hard to work and uh, be away from your kids. And you know, I just deal. Uh, you have a lot of guilt. You have all these different factors. No, mom guilt's yeah. a legit Ma thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's a real thing. It's Ugh. a real thing. And there's but guilt always, about everything, right? I always tell myself, I'm like, good lord, my mom worked three jobs. We had nothing, and I love her more than, I mean, she is just right on up there with Everly and my husband. They're all on the same line uh -huh. for me. And she did not stay home with me. She did not coddle me. She did not baby me. She couldn't, you know. Yep. And so I think about my daughter and the, pri and the privileged life that I live, honestly, and I think, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're working. It doesn't matter if you're staying at home. Like, your kid, if you love them, they're going to love you right back, and they're not going to remember. And so... Anytime I'm gone for, you know, eight hours during the day or whatever, I just say to myself, she's not even, she is going to one day appreciate this. And she's going to appreciate that you worked hard and that you yeah. had a passion and you'd follow yeah. through with it. And maybe she wants to be a designer and hell, that would be pretty what great. What if we do business together? Yeah. <laughs> my other designer just had a little girl and we always talk about, we're like, what if my daughter's name is Everly and her daughter's name is Serena? 
and we're like, what if Everly and Serena like one day took this over? I'd be out and I'd be in the Caribbean. And oh, there. would that not be heaven? <laughs> yeah. That, I always tell my husband, he's like, what, are you ever thinking about quitting? And I'm like, yeah, when Everly takes over, I'll quit. That's perfect. So you love it. Like, do you need this to be yourself? I, um, yeah, I think so. I need, um, again, I think because of where I come from, like, I need to, I don't know how to say this without so sounding like I need therapy. But <laughs> I all need therapy. I love therapy. But I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I lived in therapy but straight for a year. I, I like to know that I'm contributing. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I like Because you to know say, you're able to. Yeah, I like to say, hey, honey, I'm getting this light for our dining room. And then that's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm getting this light for our, our dining room. Right. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to want to ask. And, um, and he would give freely and Absolutely. gladly. But I like to be in a position where I just don't, I can provide, I can fend for myself. And yes. again, that's where I come from. That's what I saw. Totally. So, you know, I think that's great. Though. Therapist hit me up. I probably need to talk through that. But, but I, you found something you love, though, and too. I, and I do. And I, I wouldn't probably do any job and sacrifice my time with my child if I didn't have to, to be honest. But this is something that I just don't. Actually, one of the conversations that my husband and I had was, yes, I could totally quit. Think about how much money I would spend in our house. <laughs> If I was here all day looking at everything, it's like best I'm looking at other people's it's houses. Totally best that I'm looking at other people's houses and getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, because I can see something that I love and I'm like, ooh, that should go there. Versus, ooh, this should come come with me. Yes. And uh, he's like, great point, April. I was like, yeah, that's so. That's, I'm saving a lot of money. Uh -huh. Outside of the money I'm bringing in, I'm saving as a whole whole lot of money. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up. Before I do that, what's your best experience like your like the best experience you had designing a house and the worst experience do you have any that come to mind um gosh like one that yeah. just set you on fire like happiness yeah so I've had actually they're kind of all in a tie and they all have okay. the same exact <laughs> denominator which is a client that trusts the, the vision and that will That's just your best just let up the reins the clients that are the happiness, happiest and, and the experiences that I've had where I'm the happy, everybody's the happiest is when they don't quite get it, you know, like it's your home. I get it. Like I would want to know everything that was going on. I would yes. want to know down to the candle what, yes. what I'm paying for and what was coming into my house. The best experience though are when people, and it's usually on their second home, third home, when they're like, you go, I trust you. And then, and they mean it and they don't ask any questions and then they come home or they go through the experience, and it's kind of, it, it is a lot more flawless. And um, so that was you can best. stay fluid with your vision. It doesn't yeah. get like little roadblocks, like choppy. Yeah, chopped up. Yeah, it, it can get really chopped it is, up. It's a flow experience it's for you flow. probably. That's what I tell everybody. Your house should honestly, from the time you walk through the front to the back, um, it, it should feel... It, it like an ocean feel, wave? Yeah, it should. You should feel like you're going through that. That's some of the most impressive homes to me is when you walk from the front to back and every room's different, but every room's the same. Yes. You know what I mean? You yes. feel like you're in the same home, but every room's so different. Yes. And that there's a creative element, something that, you know, you haven't seen before that's not like the number one pin on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And um, so those are my those are my favorites, and there's a couple that, that have, that, that that's happened for. Um, my worst um, is when the team, like, so, you know, you've got, contractors, architects, designers, and then all your subs. And, you know, you have to work as a team. 
and I just got off this one job, man, and it was it was a disaster because uh, the contractor was it a not from Nashville, so that's they were hired out um, from somewhere else, and they came on, and it was just it was just woo, it was bad, and there was a lot there was, was a lot not of money wasted. to work together. Uh, it wasn't that. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, a lot of things that were happening that shouldn't have been happening, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of rules when you when you're designing and you're. Um, building and the, those rules were being broken and of course I've been like with the client for a long time and so I was the one that has to bring all that to light and those are really hard conversations those that contractor is no longer on the job and we're continuing but um, with another contractor but it, it was pretty it made me sick to my stomach some of the conversations you know when things go wrong in a house it it, it can cost tens of thousands of dollars yes. and those conversations when you see it happening or you're even a part of it or whatever's going on are, yeah, they're gut-wrenching like you can lose sleep at night because it's you know you rip out things and there's mold everywhere you, you know and and you and you can tell people that up front but then it's like you never no think one's it's gonna ever happen excited to about it or probably no. in a good mood about it <laughs> no right right and um and you know and I just had this door that got made and it was supposed to be beautiful and it, it's not it's and it's so expensive. But, you know, the great thing is when you establish your company, you do have money to move. And so, obviously, I, I eat that cost because I'm in charge. Right. But it's hard to get that phone call. And thank God it's just a door. I mean, it, I've seen it be whole rooms, not for me, but for right. other people. And I, you know, it, it was just a door. We'll eat it. We'll change it or whatever. But those are, it's just a, as a business owner, you have to have a lot of conversations. Yeah. With a lot of different people. You're yelling at one person over here from the door, and then you're having to eat crow over here and, and to, to, totally take the blame. Because, you know, I didn't make the door. I, I As soon as I saw it, I brought it, you know, I fixed it, but I still am responsible. And so <laughs> those are some super hard conversations. Some of the clients, like Thomas Rhett and Lauren Rhett, and they're, they're Aikens. They're, they're such solid people. And, they're and the because sweetest. they go and they, you know, see other third world countries, they're the easiest people because they they're just, so loving in their heart. They know how they blessed just they know are. what's important and what's not. And, um, and I did Willow's room and, um, because they adopted the sweetest bono. little baby. Yeah. Was it from Haiti? Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, she she's Oh, you gave it to her pro bono? You just yeah. did it as a gift? Yeah, but I did her room, and, you know, she just called me, and she was just like, you know, these are the things that I want to, you know, I want to be a part of it, but you do you, and 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 we did, and, and they loved it, and so she gets it that it's just, you know, and no stress, you know, she came home, a couple things weren't done, she's like, ah, you know, it's Love fine. Willa Gray can sleep in my bed for a while if she has to, you know, <laughs> so it's just, it's the perspective is, 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 great because of what they see and where they go and travel and stuff. That's so it's so pretty true. Cool. Yeah. Just having a good perspective about yeah. what really matters. We all lose it. We all yeah. lose perspective. You want a great house, but at the end of the day, we're not yeah. dying of cancer here. Right. Yeah. Luckily, my, you know, with where I come from and everything, I still have that family. I didn't lose them. Mm -hmm. And so um, they're the sweetest people ever, but I gain perspective very quickly because, you know, they they don't have everything yeah. and, and, and they never will. And, um, and so I'm always you know, very reminded that not all of us get to live with designers and, you know, people that they hire to do their house, <laughs> to do their houses. And so it's good to, to have that. And if you don't have it, go find it. Um, I agree. You know. Okay. So the last question. Yeah. <clears throat> After everything you've lived through, all that you've done and accomplished, everyone that you've seen and worked with, leave your light. So leave some inspiration of how you have been inspired or how you would like to inspire people. You know, I, it's going to sound really weird, but I live pretty simply as far as, um, 
some people find it so fascinating when they walk into my closet because I just don't have a lot of clothes. Because if I'm not wearing them it, it, and I see anybody, I just give them all away. <laughs> and it, you could ask any friend of mine, they're like, do you, can I borrow something? I'm like, yeah, you could, there's not a lot here. Um, and so I would say that that, that is, um, is, is something that I always try to remember because in the world of interior design, it can be super materialistic and, you know, you can get caught up in things that are just really don't, really just don't matter. So I always, um, what I try to do in reality, like not some big slogan because I don't remember slogans, but in reality, like I always just kind of look around and whether it's my housekeeper or whether it is someone else's or I have friends that are teachers who have uh, four underprivileged schools and, uh, and I'll just go through my closet and go through my life and just take all of the crap and just, just send it away. You know what I mean? I don't need yeah. a tax write-off for it. I don't have to give it to something where I'm going to receive something. It's just I just give it away. And, um, and I'm saying it now because you asked, but I would say the other most important thing is to do it quietly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Is to do things a, a little more quietly because um, it, that's I just feel like that's how you receive your rewards in heaven is to do things quietly and so you don't have to be a, a known philanthropist to be able to you know give give things away and another pet peeve that I have as far as giving things away is when I hear people say I will not give that homeless person money because he's probably going to drink I literally want to die every time I hear that because it's not really any of our it, business mm -mm. And if they do, you know what? I would probably drink every day, too, if that was my position in life. Right. And, you know, it's my responsibility to give. It's not my responsibility to... Assign how they use mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. So... April Tomlin. St. April Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's not true. You're a... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> not true. You are amazing. Thank you Thank so you. much Thanks for, for having me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're incredible. I appreciate it. Thanks for so giving you. me an hour of your time. I know yeah. you're so busy. I know you love that interview. How inspiring is April? She is the best. You guys, get excited. I have YouTube sensations, Megan and Liz, joining me next week. These two girls are not, I think they're not even 25 yet. They have their own clothing line. They have their own brand on YouTube. They are killing it. A new single out called Habit. The way they have navigated this YouTube world blows my mind, and we talk all about it. You will not want to miss them. They have over a million subscribers on YouTube. What? They're incredible. See you next week. Don't forget to subscribe.